This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back. We just tasted the Ritual Sauvignon Blanc with a little bit more tropical flavors and that little bit of oak aging. Before that, we had the Los Vascos Sauvignon Blanc, both of these Chilean Sauvignon Blancs, uh, Vintage 2011. And to help me learn a little bit more and dive into the wines of Chile even better, I invited Fred Dexheimer, Master Sommelier for the Wines of Chile, to join us. He's one of 180 Master Sommeliers in the world. I mean, that's it. 180, Mike. And he's worked for some of the top restaurants in New York City, including Danielle, Gramercy Tavern, Jean George, and Spice Market. Also headed up the National Wine and Beverage Program for BLT Steak. And he's offered expertise for some of the finest publications like The Wine Enthusiast, Wine Spectator, Cosmopolitan, MSNBC TV, and more. Fred works as a wine educator for Wines of Chile and helped us and everyone else discover what a paradise of wine Chile is. Thank you for joining us, Fred. Thank you, and what a, what an intro. <laughs> hey, well, it's all true, right? It's you. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> don't, come on, don't be modest. You're a rock star. That's why we invited you on. And well, I'm excited. <laughs> we have already, as you heard, we couldn't help ourselves. We had to taste some wine before you came on. We had the Ritual Sauvignon Blanc and right before that, the Los Vascos. So, you know, sort of an entry level with the Los Vascos and then a little bit more, uh, you know, in the mid-range with the Ritual but I love the Sauvignon Blanc of Chile. What makes them different in style than, say, New Zealand, California, or France? Well, um, let's start here at the beginning. And, um, you know, Sauvignon Blanc in the last 10, 15 years is really just uh, ramping up because uh, Chile has 3,000 miles of coastline. And what has happened in the past uh, 10 to, uh, again, 10 to 20 years is that the uh, Chilean winemakers have been kind of pushing, bulldozing out to the coast and planting to the coast, and uh, that's really made a difference for these kind of cool climate uh, grapes that are suited to cooler climates, like Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir. Mm. And it's great that you tasted the uh, those two wines first because they're both from Casablanca Valley, yes, uh, which was kind of the I call it the OG, uh, the original gangster of the coastal movement because it was the first region planted, kind of uh, planted as a model after a winemaker, Pablo Morande, went up to California, and he thought it reminded him of Carneros, if you're familiar with Carneros. Oh, of uh, course. That's nestled between Napa and Sonoma. And he kind of kicked and, kicked and screamed a bit, and um, after a few years, he got it planted. And, um, the, you know, the, the wine from Casablanca comes from about 20 kilometers to the coast, so about 12 miles, 13 miles um, to the ocean. So you really get these beautiful Pacific um, breezes from the humble current, and um, that's really what makes it special. Uh, there's not a lot of rainfall, beautiful sunny days, but huge temperature swings uh, from day to night. So the grapes get perfect ripeness in the day, and then at night shuts down. Uh, the grapes, you know, the temperature swings 20, 30, 40 degrees sometimes. Great. We call that um, thermal amplitude or diurnal shift. Um, it's like the San Francisco effect. If you've ever been out to San Francisco, oh, yes. you know, you're, you're in your shorts all day, you know, all of a sudden the sun goes down and it's like, <laughs> where's my sweater and jeans? <laughs> exactly. And, um, it's really, that's what really makes the Sauvignon Blancs, uh, special, um, out there is really this, this coastal movement. And, uh, like I said, um, Los Foscos and Ritual both come from Casablanca and like, like you opened up with very different styles. Yes. Now in the Los Vascos, much more, 
citrus, grapefruit, really concentrated with those aromas and flavors. But when we got to the ritual Sauvignon Blanc, more tropical. I know it has a little bit of oak aging, so it was a little bit rounder, a little bit softer acidity. Tell me, are those two different styles that the Chilean winemakers are going for, and why do they differ, these two? Well, I would just say that Casablanca varies from east to west, and one of the things that we talk about in Chile is not necessarily north to south, but more east to west. Okay. And the ritual, uh, Veramonte was one of the first wineries to plant in Casablanca, one of the pioneers, and they planted further east, so it's a little bit warmer there. Okay. So the Sauvignon Blanc there gets a little bit more ripeness, tropical fruit. Yep. It's also owned by um, the, the Huneas family, who, who your audience may know, uh, owns Quintessa, Faust. Uh, they, they started um, Franciscan. So, I mean, they do have a bit of a California mindset. Oh. Um, and I think that's what they bring to that. So it's a combination of it being a little bit warmer in that interior part of Casablanca, getting a little bit more ripeness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that couple of months of uh, just, it's, it's neutral barrel, but it yes. does bring a nice richness. Uh, for those who like the California style of wine, this is absolutely a great wine for them who like a little bit of roundness, richness, texture. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the Los Vascos is a great story because it's the, for those of you out there, uh, it's owned by Chateau Lafitte. Yes, we've, ta- um, we've talked Lafitte's about that. Chateau Rothschild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, to me, you know, you're looking at both of these being kind of an international influence into Chile. And, um, you know, the Los Vascos for, you know, 10, 12 bucks uh, is an incredible deal because, you know, this is a family that's making, you know, you can't touch a bottle of Chateau Lafitte for under a thousand bucks, if that. Right. And they're making wine in, in, a, in, in, in Chile with the same integrity. And uh, this wine is more stainless steel, meaning that there's, you know, it's just a neutral vessel. And what they really want to do here is preserve that, those, those citric, herbaceous notes that Sauvignon Blanc's known for, the freshness of acidity. Um, right. This is, you know, uh, a great aperitif wine, great with salads, uh, you know, oh, yes. sushi, raw, you know, like raw seafood. Um, this wine's great for the price. Now, Sauvignon Blanc is not the only white wine made in Chile. And we actually also have here in our glass the Medalla Real Chardonnay. And it's from the Leda. Am I saying that right? Valley. Tell me yep, a little Leda bit. Valley. Let's move to Chardonnay because still, uh, you know, still a favorite across the world, a white grape, and they're making some outstanding versions in Chile. So tell me about Chilean Chardonnay, and then let's talk about the Medalla Real specifically. Well, um, you know, in Chile, um, for many, many, many years, uh, you know, some of these grape varieties hadn't been sorted out. It's a great, too bad we couldn't talk about Carmenere and that story, but Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that made Sauvignon Blanc exciting is that they actually figured out um, you know, that some of the Sauvignon Blanc was mixed up with some other, with another vine. And that really helped them, once that was discovered, pull out the, the Sauvignon Blanc, pull out um, the Carmenere. And what else, what else happened is um, they were allowed to start bringing in plant material from France and from California, what we call clones. And okay. one of the things that really jumped the, the Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay movement was the ability to get these better quality plants that were planted in the best spots in France, uh, let's say Burgundy, Loire Valley, and, you know, Bordeaux, and then in the best, spa, uh, best spots of California. So, you know, we talked about this kind of movement of p- p- bulldozing to the coast, mm-hmm. and um, Leda was a step even further. So Casablanca had been established in the 80s and 90s, and um, some, some more pioneering 
uh, winemakers said, hey, let's go further. So Leyte is not that far, actually, from Casablanca, but it's closer to the coast, anywhere from 5 to 10 kilometers. Okay. So you're really getting a lot closer to the coast here, much more extreme. And they took the model of Casablanca with Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir and uh, brought it there. Uh, specifically, Chardonnay was one of the first, Chardonnay and Pinot Noir were one of the first two things they really, really focused on out there. And the combination of bringing, you know, these wines out to the coast, uh, these grape varieties out to the coast and getting this great new material, uh, from, you know, California and France really opened up a whole new world, uh, for Chardonnay because again, it's that coastal influence, the humble current, you know, getting the grapes perfect ripeness in the daytime, uh, you know, building the sugars to get perfect. And then at night, shutting down the grapes, so on and so forth, uh, or right. um, stop cooking the grapes, let's say, and retaining the freshness and the acidity, which is absolutely necessary for white wines. Right. And, you know, that's kind of the deal. And later, you know, uh, the first plants were planted in 1998 in Leda, and the first wines really came to market around 2002, 2003. And um, it's been really exciting ever since. So it's a, you know, 15-year-old, you know, 12, 15-year-old region at best. Absolutely. And the Santa Rita, who makes the Medalla Real, I think has such a great balance in this wine where you have all those, the citrus and some stone fruit balanced by the acidity and that little bit of toastiness from the eight months in oak that it sees. So it's just well-rounded. It's not one of those oak bombs or, you know, it's sort of a nice in-between wine for a lot of uh, wine lovers, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, you know, Santa Rita on that, on the Medalla Real line does a great job across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and these are wines that we would call in the third tier. You know, right. Chile makes a number of different levels of wine. This would be, you know, the third level of wine, the single vineyard, the proprietary wine. And that line across the board is great. And they do a great job with balance, like you said. Um, you're going to get some rich fruit there because it's so extreme. It ripens a little bit later. So you're going to get a little bit more, um, ripeness in the fruit, maybe a right. touch more alcohol than Casablanca, but you're going to get a lot more extreme flavors, much more exotic flavors in Leda to me. Um, and, and I think, you know, the combination of the humble current, the, you know, and the, and the beautiful sunshine that Chile gets, you get beautifully ripe. And it's something that Chileans have been working on too, is kind of using less oak on the wines. I mean, I think there's a whole movement of a lot of winemakers around the world Mm -hmm. just really using the oak for texture, not necessarily for all the buttery flavors that were kind of common, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago. Right. So you're really getting the freshness of the fruit, the freshness of the acidity. You're getting a little bit of citrus in there as well as some tropical and, um, you know, pear fruit. But right. um, you know, it's a really well balanced, uh, really well balanced wine, and something that a you know a, a California drinker could go for. Right. Um, so I think they do a great job. Absolutely, and so do you. Thank you so much for all of this wealth of knowledge about the wines of Chile. If folks want to find out more, where can they go to find out more about these wines in the region, and maybe even go visit? Yeah, well, uh, we're at winesofchile.org. Uh, okay. Just jump on the website. There's a lot of great information. And also Perfect. we do events around the country. So there's sometimes uh, also consumer events that Wonderful. are available. Um, we also are on Facebook, Wines of Chile. We have uh, quite a big uh, following on Facebook. Everyone's on Facebook. Also Twitter, uh, Drink Chile. We often uh, tweet out stuff that we're up to, tweet out articles about Chile. People want to know about that stuff. Awesome. Um, yeah, we're, we're out there. And, um, 
you know, you have a couple other exciting wines. I wish I could talk about Limery for Chardonnay. That's really, really exciting. The, I know you have some DiMartino yes. and uh, Marques de Casa Concha. Uh, Limery is really exciting for those who like Chardonnay. Uh, Late is exciting. Casablanca. Uh, I, your audience should also check out the Pinot Noirs from these regions because Chardonnay right. Pinot and Sauvignon Blanc typically all kind of uh, like to, to play together in Chile. Absolutely. That's why we're going to have to have you back because we can only taste so many wines <laughs> in a half an hour. But thank you so much, Fred Dexheimer, Master Sommelier for the Wines of Chile. We hope to have you back. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on and uh, drink chili, everyone. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach, each week, Saturdays at 1230 p.m. on WBAL 1090 a.m. or at WBAL.com.